Hi, this is Kurt from the Slow Readers Club. You're listening to Stuart Pink from Phoenix FM. This is Phoenix FM. So I'm on the phone with Kurt from the Slow Readers Club, all the way from sunny Manchester. How are you? I'm all right, yeah, thank you. Not so sunny at the moment, uh, I imagine? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, there's obviously a little bad news we need to talk about, really, at all. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but first, some, some proper, proper good news, because that's what we need. The Slow Readers Club new album, The Joy of Return, is out now. Yes. Still got that. some good news <laughs> yeah that's what we need mate that is what we need <laughs> still got the new album smell uh, what, what can you tell us about the new album um, well it's uh, our first album we've done as a, a full time band so we we spent a lot more t- sort of focused time both writing it and, and recording it mm. um, every other album's been done sort of ad hoc around our day jobs just bits of weekends and you know written and recorded over like a longer period of time this was quite a, a focused process and I think it's yeah. it's it's benefited from it. Yeah, quite a quick turnaround because you had one out in 2018? Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, yeah. So is this one written uh, back of the tour bus style or did you have some studio sessions? There's, there's bits of that but we, we spent some sort of focused time at the beginning of the year and then um, we did bits of, yeah, as we're on tour people just started jamming and stuff when we were doing sound checks and the odd idea came from that like, you know, might just be a drum beat or a bass line or something, and then we'd then take that back to the rehearsal room and start working it into a tune. So, yeah, some of it was quite organic. Oh, cool. It must, <laughs> must be quite a weird experience when you're doing that as a sound check and you've written a come up with a nice thing, and you're like, Oh, that sounds good. Then you've got to just drop it and leave it and do a, do all your other stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's usually <laughs> someone has the phone out and goes, Oh, let me just record this <laughs> so I remember it. <laughs> and yeah, share it in our little personal uh, band WhatsApp group, and then so yeah. we sort of keep track of the ones that we think are good. Yeah. Do you get the sound engineers going, yeah, that was good, do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've been, uh, you've been slowly uh, sort of dripping singles into, into the water supply over the last few months, mm. uh, three singles in as many months. Are they, are they a good representation of what the rest of the album's going to be like and what it's going to sound like? It's funny you should ask that because that's the one thing we, we did think with like, this album, trying to come up with which singles to release first or certainly the you know the order of it and which ones because yeah they are quite different sounding and like things like killing me we thought oh, if we put that out first everyone will think well they've gone a bit heavy and then they'll hear something else and go oh they're not so heavy so <laughs> we, we didn't know how, how to um prepare people so we just sort of went with our instincts and seems to go seems to have all gone down pretty well so yeah been gathering momentum and loving the new stuff absolutely uh so is it a bit varied then have you got different sort of uh influences and different styles coming out through yeah, I mean, through. I think I'd, I'd say we've always been reasonably buried we're not like mm-hmm. just you know just dark 80s sounding or something or, or always ballady or whatever we, we have bits of bit of a balance I think when you look back at great bands in the past they there's always you know they've got anthemic tunes they've got ballads they've got chilled tunes and they've got you know stumpy tunes and I think that's, you just naturally try and write write stuff like that to keep yourself interested and keep a bit of variety there so yeah we're all quite different but obviously uh, me and Aaron are brothers so we grew up with pretty similar music around the house and stuff uh, you know old Motown and bits of Beatles and Elvis and stuff like that from my dad playing and stuff but yeah uh, so we're probably more into similar similar even, even since like you know Bowie and Smiths whatever but um, David as well. He, he, he likes a lot of play bands as well, but also he's a lot heavier. He's, he really likes his Led Zeppelin, some 
Rage Against Machine and stuff. And then Jim's more more his 80s pop. It's quite a, quite a difference. <laughs> All kind of feeds in. So do you find when you're writing a song that one of you comes up with a, with a, a line or a riff or something and then the other changes the sort of vibe of the song with their part yeah i suppose so yeah but i think we it, oh, it happens naturally but usually it comes to a point where we go okay this is this is going somewhere but we're all vibing up it or, or it isn't going anywhere and you know Aaron can't come up with any melody for it because he's not feeling it and then they just yeah you know, that gets lost but sometimes it might be an idea that then gets re revisited but usually the best ones just seem to come naturally when we're actually all thinking oh this is good straight away <laughs> yeah you can tell yeah. can't you? <laughs> the eyes light up and that's it <laughs> yeah because often like like the finishing touches and all the st- structuring and is is when you actually take take the tune further if you don't decide to take it further then it doesn't get beyond the yeah. sort of rough jam point but equally for aaron as well he doesn't like the lyrics till the end and sometimes in the actual studio on the day so oh, wow it's um <laughs> So, but a lot of people do, you know, do it the other way around, don't they? They've already got lyrics, but he's, yeah, he's um, that's it, he's melody first, and then yeah, we we'll sing about whatever feels relevant at the time. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Phoenix ninety eight FM. My mate Gareth Williams, who presents the Sunday morning breakfast show on uh, on Phoenix FM, here, he caught up with Aaron while you guys were on tour last year. Uh, I think you were just about to go and conquer Europe, thirty two gig. Tour. How did the rest of 2019 yeah. go? Uh, really, really well. Yeah, going at it full time has been a, a massive difference. Yeah, it, we, we fit quite a lot in the year. When we actually look back, and we go, oh, actually, we we did get quite a lot done. But yeah. the time you just the time flew by, and we were just focusing on all the right things, which is good. Doing the music. Yeah, was it nice all, all having the chance to to abandon you know other civilian life, if you could? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it very strange. Very strange process. I mean. Maybe not the wisest decision, considering all the current, <laughs> current, <laughs> current, current things going on. But we'll uh, have to hope a lot of people buy the albums. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Get out there, buy the merch, buy the albums. I did. I did hear mentioned you got a, a line of beer. Is that right? You, you make your own beer. Yeah, slow brew. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, we got that set up um, about years ago now. I think. Yeah, and we had it at the venues on a lot, a lot of the venues for the tour. Oh, nice. that's, a, that's a nice <laughs> little side owner. Then that never goes out of fashion. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you need in isolation good good albums and beer there we go done yeah <laughs> uh, you obviously put a lot of work into into making some some really great videos for your uh, your singles I saw the latest one All I Hear there's another great work of art yeah nice video that we're quite we're happy with that one yeah they're pretty cool pretty cool what, what was it like putting that one together and you got any more on the on the cards um, well we've sort of got a long time collaborator with that I mean it's actually a guy I went to college with actually does our videos, Chris Croft. Um, and, you know, he's usually got some decent ideas, obviously. Aaron's very um, visual and arty because he used to be a day job. He was a graphic designer. So he, he has a lot of input into it as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we always try and make it work with the tune. We don't, you know, just pure narrative videos, I think, are a bit odd sometimes. And we always think it's best to include you playing a little bit at least and the band in the video yeah, we always yeah. try to do that where possible um, but equally you've got to try and keep it interesting you can't just be four blokes playing instruments every time <laughs> so, you know, the challenge is there for Chris to uh, make us interesting <laughs> <laughs> easily there. he's done a good job he certainly has I was, uh, I was uh, actually I hadn't seen the video for, uh, for on the TV until recently um, I, yeah. I 
don't know, maybe it's different when you've written the song, but I have to say, I watched it, given the current climate, and thought, that's a very poignant song at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, we did think that. <laughs> uh, Chris did messages about him, we thought, well, we're not going to highlight that at the moment, because it looks <laughs> yeah. a bit distasteful, maybe. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, the other point you mentioned, the other videos, we should have something on the way for um, Killing Me. So there should be something coming out for that. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, you've done a few acoustic sessions and stuff before. Uh, with, with the tour postponed, any chance of a live stream acoustic sesh? Uh, funny, yeah, we have, we have talked about it potentially. Um, it's obviously, it's knowing when you know when we can meet up and get, get in and practice and stuff. But um, I'm sure, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get some music out there because people are going there a bit mad, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> live streaming won't, won't, won't do any harm. <laughs> too right, too right. Can't pick. That's what we need right now. We need, we need your tunes. Get them out. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's next? Uh, it's difficult to uh, predict the future and uh, look too far ahead. What's what's next for the Slow Readers Club? Uh, well, the, the, we are rescheduling the tour at the moment, so that's the um, the first thing. Cool, excellent. Um, but <laughs> we predict it's going to be towards the end of the year. Wherever we are, decide to reschedule them tour. Yeah. Uh, we just, you know, we won't want to put dates out yet until we. So we have an idea of what's going on, but um, I imagine we'll get back in and start writing as soon as we can and keep things moving. Excellent. And like I say, maybe a few live streams. <laughs> cool, cool. Are you still able to jam together? Yeah, I think I think we will probably certainly meet up in at least you know every now and then just to keep things going. We don't want to get yeah. to a point where we can go back out gigging and then we're uh, too rusty. <laughs> so. Don't recognise each yeah. other anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you look different. Also, with long beards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to see ZZ Top instead. <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, so, yeah, plenty of time to do to do some creative writing and stuff. Uh, hope, hopefully. Yeah. We'll, uh, we look forward to enjoying the rest of the album. Thank you. Cheers, Kurt. Cheers, man. Thanks for the support. Anytime, pal. Anytime. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Phoenix 98 FM. Go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews. Check the events for your area and listen to great radio online.